right, Bel- welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the main event with uh, Brian Rathbone and Jackson Noggle. Jackson, of course, is uh, with uh, Prep Tubes or Preps Hoop Oregon, or is it Prep Hoops Oregon? Prep Hoops. I'll, I'll get that wrong probably every time we do this. Common, um, common <laughs> misconception. Um, and then <laughs> I'm, I'm Brian with the uh, with the Bolton out here in Bend, and uh, this is our uh, weekly podcast on uh, 5A basketball. Jackson, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm looking forward to an awesome uh, national championship game in the football world. And I'm also looking forward to some awesome 5A hoops tonight uh, across the state uh, and this whole week. So, uh, yeah, going to be another awesome, awesome week in the uh, sports world. Yep. We're recording this on a Monday afternoon um, before, you know, games get to get started tonight. So it's a big night kind of in, in the IMC out here and just kind of across the state. Um, so, yeah, we'll just uh, get right in. Uh, we've got a couple categories we're going to hit through. Uh, first thing we're going to do is kind of recap the games we each went to uh, the week prior. Um, I was at the Mountain View Redmond game. That was a a top five matchup between, I mean, two top five teams um, that each had one loss entering the game. And uh, it was a good one. Jackson, what game were you at last week or what games were you? Uh, I only made the one as well, Brian. And uh, that was South Eugene at Churchill. Um, okay. That was a really awesome game where I got to see one of five ace top teams uh, challenge a six A team um, that's been playing pretty well here in the Eugene area recently. And, uh, you know, South Eugene uh, took the Lancers to the brink, actually. They led most of that game. Uh, there was, you know, some runs back and forth, but the Axe held the lead uh, at least most of the second half. And it took a late Lancer run. Uh, Bugsy Jensen was huge down the stretch. Uh just pretty much playing one-on-one at the top of the key and finding his way into the paint. And he made a series of runners that actually gave the Lancers a close lead at the end of the game. And they converted on a couple uh, axe turnovers and were able to pull out an absolute nail biter um, on their home floor, 59, 57. So that was a big win for Churchill, but it also raised some question marks about them. I thought they would be able to handle that game a little bit smoother. Um, They definitely, you know, weren't in control the way I expected them to be. But um, they pulled out the win, so that was a great result for them. Um, but, yeah, that was the only game I made it out to uh, in person that last week. Yeah, um, I know you're you're uh, really high on on Churchill as a as a team. I know they suffered their, their first loss of the year um, uh, to, to Gresham, who's the, a really good 6A team uh, just, just last week. Um, so, so with Churchill – you know, you you're higher on on them than than I was. Um, what what were some of those questions that maybe you uh, had answered maybe from from that game? Well, yeah, um, yeah. I I like the way that they close the game out. They they have multiple guys that can close the game out. They don't have just one guy that can do it. It was Bugsy Jensen on uh, Monday or Tuesday, I think it was, but. There's multiple players on that team that can uh, score, and I mm-hmm. think they showed that against South Eugene. Um, against Gresham, they they drop a game uh, 82 to 51, which is a tough loss. Um, I'm going to bring that up a, a little bit later when we talk about games that raise some eyebrows. Um, mm-hmm. Tough loss to a great 6A team on the road. Obviously, a tough situation to be put in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long, but, long trip, too. Right. I did think um that they would be able to keep that game a little bit closer i didn't watch it i didn't see the actual complexion of the game i don't know if gresham ran away with it late or you know what actually happened there but um definitely a little bit discouraging 
from my perspective, but I think I, they're still 11 and one. Um, they're undefeated against 5A opponents. They've beaten mm-hmm. a series of 6A teams. I'm still very high on the Lancers, maybe slightly lower than I was last week, but I still think they're one of the top contenders at this level with, you know, some serious depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if they just keep winning, I mean, I think I had him like four, maybe maybe even five. I think you had him. I think you had him two. If that right. if I remember correctly, so yes. you know, you know, like I said, it's we're getting into league play. We're not going to put too much stock into a a loss against a, a really good Gresham team this year. Um, and uh, so yeah, Lancers uh, keep on winning. Uh, so the game I was at, uh, Mountain View Redmond, that was a that was a really fun game, or really kind of a. Uh, pretty anticipated game uh at least at least from from my end because you know these are you know two teams that you know i had ranked in the in the, in the top five last week um i had mountain view at mountain view at three redmond at five and i just kind of wanted to see how you know these teams would kind of stack up they played each other a couple times last year and mountain view won all those matchups the year before um and man redmond just kind of came out and really asserted asserted themselves kind of in that in that game hit five threes in that first quarter and just kind of maintain the double digit lead kind of, you know, throughout most of that game. <clears throat> um, yeah, really, really just kind of impressed uh, by, by Redmond that game. Cause you know, they brought back Evan Auden, who was, you know, all state player last year was a uh, all tournament was on the all tournament first team, you know, last year. And, but really kind of, you know, raised some question or had, had some questions kind of going in, like who would be, you know, those players that kind of, you know, stepped up into bigger roles with, you know, who had graduated with, a, you know, Garrett Osborne moving on and <clears throat> Yoshi Sato. But they really did. I really loved the game that, you know, Tanner Jones played. Ten points in the fourth quarter, kind of closed it out and just really is impressed with how, with how Redmond played. And, you know, with that game, you know, that was a really important game for them because for them, even though they're the, the defending IMC champs, they're it's a whole different league this year. And beating Mountain View, who had, you know, I think they're the number one team in the OSA rankings. And so that, that game really kind of proved to them like, hey, we belong with the with the state's best. We belong in this league of, you know, teams that were 6-8 last year. So really just really good game from, from Mountain View that game. Or, excuse me, from Redmond. Absolutely. That was, a, that was a huge result over there in the IMC. I was super surprised to see that one, honestly, um, especially for Revan to win in that fashion by 14 points. Um, they kind of controlled uh, start to finish from what I was seeing from your your live tweets. So mm-hmm. huge win for uh, Redmond and the Panthers out east. Yeah, no, de- like definitely. Like that was – like they were like double digits mo- most of the time. Like I think there's only a couple times like Mountain View would get in – it's like nine points, but like never really got any, any closer than that. And I think, you know, with this game, we saw, you know, a, a really good version of, of Redmond and probably like one of the, not, not one of the best versions of Mountain View that, you know, you go through the season, you're going to go through these, these waves where you're going to play really well and play probably not, not as well as you'd like. And I think we kind of saw that from Mountain View. Um, you know, Quincy still had, you know, 22 points in that game. Um, uh uh, Nathan Hoisington was in, in double digits as well, but there wasn't a whole lot of uh, support, you know, out, outside of that. And, you know, when Mountain View's playing well, you know, they have a couple, uh, 
couple shooters in in uh in uh in Braden Meyer and Joe Vaccaro, like who who are both really good shooters, but wasn't a great shooting night for them. Like they <clears throat> they finished with a, a combined six points and it's gonna be really kind of tough to for Mountain View if they have like a lot of those type of games just because teams will be able to kind of key on on Quincy quite a bit. Absolutely. I mean, real quick, if we look at the Churchill game here one more time, I got some stats to just sort okay. of illustrate some more against South Eugene. Um, Bugsy, like I said, he had 19 in that game, 9 of 16 shooting. He was pretty much the offensive engine for them in a win. And then they also had two other guys in double digits. Uh, Cooper Case with a double-double of 15 points and 10 boards. He's a really <laughs> solid player for them. Also had three assists and three steals, so he can affect the game in a lot of ways. Just a really solid utility player. And then uh, Carson Luna, their other senior guard, had 11 points on five and nine shooting, uh, four rebounds, two assists, and six steals. So he was coming up with a lot of those loose balls for them down the stretch um, that helped them pull this one out. So, yeah, the, those three guys are three of the guys that I said um, are part of Churchill's depth and can do it on a nightly basis. And they also have, you know, three to four other guys that can step up and score double figures on a given night. So, um, that game was really impressive, despite them trailing for most of it. I think the comeback was gritty and a great effort. Yeah, anytime you can just get a a, a comeback win, that just kind of just kind of just shows just like kind of the the metal of a team. And just, I mean, Churchill they, they they were they were in the title game last year, weren't they? Is Wilsonville Churchill? Um, I think they were semifinals. I think they got knocked out in the semis. It was Silverton Wilsonville. That that's that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, they beat. They beat Redmond in the in the third place game. In the third place game, yeah. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, you just eat, and I think you just kind of saw that with Redmond, like they just had that. They they still had you know three starters and you know four of those uh, rotation players you know from from last year's team, and they were just able to you know get the lead, and then they were able to 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 sustain it, and that's not always that's not always easy to do. Um, I'm just you know the I, I'm not sure how the coaches kind of feel about the. Uh, you know, in the IMC, that you're playing league teams, you know, three times in in the conference schedule. I'm not sure how much how much the coaches like it, but I like it just because we get to see how teams kind of improve from one matchup to another to another. So, um, be interesting next time uh, Mountain View and Redmond square off and see if uh, Mountain View is able to kind of get back into it. That's going to be awesome. Uh, with three games against each opponent, you get a real gauge. On how those teams are by the time we reach the end of this end of the season, so yeah. we're gonna know who the the top teams in the Intermountain Conference are. That's no doubt. Yeah, and it, and if a team can come out out of that without without a loss, like that's gonna be just just really Very impressive. impressive. And I I don't think a, a team is gonna win all, all of its games against them just because you know Summit, Redmond, Mountain View, like the, those are those are three really good teams, and so you know kind of get. You know, it could be a, you know, a night like we saw, you know, Thursday night with uh, Mountain View and Redmond, where Mountain View doesn't shoot well, Redmond shoots well, and that's kind of the difference. All right, so we hit hit the, the you know the games we we went to. Were, were there any other games that kind of, you know, made you like raise your eyebrows a little bit, like, hey, that's a nice win, or who wasn't expecting a game like that? Uh, I was expecting a, a better performance from this team. 
There were a few last week. We already touched on a couple of them. Um, <laughs> Redmond's win over Mountain View was definitely a game. I was like, wow. Um, mm-hmm. You got to see it firsthand. Um, I was keeping up on Twitter, but that was that was a great win for them, obviously. And then um, the Gresham uh, beatdown of Churchill was a little bit head-scratching for me. But like I said, there's I'm not putting too much stock into a, a road game against a really tough uh, 6A opponent with, you know, a D1 prospect at point guard um, in Pippa White. So, you know, it's a tough loss, but not the end of the world for the Lancers. And then I got two more games here. Uh, Silverton 53, Central 48. Um, Central was a team that I believe made both of our top 10s. Yep, that, that's and... one I have on my list as well. Right. Lo and behold, uh, the Silver Foxes, one of the the mainstays of the high school basketball scene in Oregon, at least the last 10 years, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, pulls off a great win to start off. I don't know if it's their first league game, but early in the league season, um, Evan Good led the way with 10 points. Elijah Haugen and Josh Jenkins also contributed nine. Um, here I'm reading off the Prep Hoops Oregon Twitter. <laughs> so, you know, once again, they're going to be really balanced. Um, I haven't gotten to see him play yet this year, but um, that's a great win for them over Chase Nelson and Central. Nelson had 21 points and led all score- scores in that game, mm-hmm. but Silverton was still able to pull out the W. Um, so that's a huge win for Silverton. They're back sort of in the, you know, in, at least in postseason contention uh, this year. So that was a huge win for them. And then let me check here. One more game. Uh, LaSalle with a 69-47 triumph over Milwaukee um, was just kind of impressive for me. Milwaukee's a team that I thought was going to be pretty good coming into this year, and LaSalle was able to just dismantle them um, mm-hmm. on their home floor. So, um, yeah, I was just impressed with that win, a good a good sort of bounce-back league win for uh, Nick Robertson and the Falcons as they sort of head into league play. Um, they had a tough sort of up and down um, non-conference season where they played a lot of tough squads. And I think they were coming out around four and five, five and five, somewhere on the 500 mark. So I think they've won two straight games now. And especially that 22 point win over Milwaukee um, is really impressive in my eyes. So um, LaSalle is another team I'm keeping an eye on um, in sort of the 5A top 10. I want, I want to touch re- real quick on, the, on, on this Gresham team, just, for sure, <laughs> they they score forty nine points in their in their first game, which is a loss Oregon City, then right? And then they've just been like on an offensive tear. They score eighty five against Franklin, ninety five against Lake Oswego in a twenty three point win. Score ninety three in a loss to uh, John Paul in Texas, eighty seven, seventy eight, eighty one, eighty two. So Gresham can play. Man. So <laughs> yeah, that's 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 offense right there. And yeah. I, I saw him play a little bit in summer league and they can, they got multiple guys that can shoot from the outside. So it makes sense. Uh, somehow Oregon city was able to slow it down against them. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, there's a reason why I'm not too worried about Churchill losing that game. Um, they probably could have put up a better fight, but still a top five, five, eight team. All right. Yeah. So I, I had a, a couple different ones that kind of, uh, that, that kind of stuck out to me. Um, uh, and, and one of them is Ashland. Um, Ashland uh, being Thurston uh, on Friday, um, 54-51. I think Ashland, you know, was kind of one of those teams where, you know, they're a tournament team last year. They probably, you know, 
probably thought that they were going to be, you know, kind of in the mix again this year and just kind of had a, a bit of a slow start. They're still, but they got back to, got back to 500 with a win over Thurston and just uh, maybe that's kind of a team maybe to start, maybe they'll start kind of, you know, rounding into shape a little bit because uh, it looks like they, they've played a, a pretty challenging schedule as well. Um, bunch of 6A teams, you know, they lost, lost to LaSalle, you know, lost to Ben. So maybe this is a team that, you know, maybe in the next, you know, week or so, can, next couple of weeks, going to start getting back to the team that maybe you and I thought they'd be kind of, you know, entering the year. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, I should have had that in my eyebrow raiser section. I had, I had a note here at the bottom of my page, um, say something about that game um, because it was, it was a really tight game that uh, either team could have come out on top and Izzy Golden, um, the Grizzlies top scorer hit a really tough uh, 25 footer, at least um, off the dribble for three for the win. So that was just an awesome shot by him and a, and a huge win for Ashland to kind of get the wheels rolling again, like you said, um, especially as they head into league play now, which I think is where they're going to find a lot of their success. Um, so, yeah, that was a huge win for the Grizzlies. Um, the Colts were a team that you and I both had at number 10 in our mm -hmm. rankings last week. So um, maybe not a slight upset, but still a big win for the Grizzlies. Um, yeah. I think that was sort of a ball game that either team could have won, and the Grizzlies came out on top. Um, so they're going to need to ride that momentum, and I think they will. All right, and then the, the other one that I had um, was uh... – Kind of in, in in the neck of the woods that I grew up, but in uh, Park Rose taking down David Douglas. Um, Dave Douglas has had a pretty pretty solid uh, you know start to the year in Park Rose. Uh, you know, takes him down sixty one fifty nine. Um, at like on on the road, so they go they go in, into Dave Douglas and take take him down, and so maybe Park Rose might be one of those teams to start uh maybe looking at maybe a little bit. So they they weren't in our our rankings um, early on, but maybe, absolutely, maybe, maybe I, they should be. I have them noted as a team to keep an eye on as well. I mean, um, I didn't specifically have that game as a as a, a eye popping win, but it definitely was. I mean, they mm -hmm. go on the road, beat a six A 6A team. They also were able to beat South Salem at the uh, the Barry Adams Invitational Tournament. Um, they lost to Thurston, which that's you know it's coming clear now that that's a big win for Thurston. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely keeping an eye on Park Rose. They're going to be one ones to watch in our next uh, top ten ranking for sure. All right. A any other any other eye raisers? Are we ready to move on to games we're looking forward to? Um, definitely. I'm I'm ready to move forward. All right. I'm all. All right. So, uh, pretty much every team's probably in, in league play uh, now. If if they didn't start last week, they're they're starting up this week. Um. A couple, you know, big games out here in Bend, um, and starting off with uh, Summit taking on Redmond tonight in Bend. That's, uh, I mean, if th these are you know two teams that look like tournament teams that I could see being in the uh, being in the semifinals. Um, Redmond really impressive, um, and I'll, I'm really just kind of interested to see how Summit handles Evan Auden. Uh, because you know, at the uh, at the hoop fest o o over here, you know, 
when, when they lost to Cascade Christian, you know, they, they struggled a little bit with, uh, with their big guy and Evan Ogden's another really talented, you know, big as well. And I know they're really excited for, for tonight's matchup um, just to kind of keep, like keep proving that, you know, they're, they're, they're one of the best teams. And I, I think that's going to be just, just a fascinating matchup. I absolutely have that game on my list as well. Um, I think that's going to be maybe, I mean, it's definitely going to be somewhat decisive in the IMC. Now that all the teams play each other three times, we don't, we, we don't know what it's going to come down to at the end of the year, but um, if summit is going to be that team to threaten going undefeated in the IMC, like you and I have talked about a little bit, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're going to have to beat Redmond tonight. And that's, that's one major stepping stone on that path. So um, I'm really excited for that one. Like you said, Otten um, is a big presence inside. Summit doesn't exactly have the size um, mm-hmm. to match up with him well, but they have talent up and down their lineup. So it's going to be, a, like you said, super fascinating matchup to watch. Yeah. Cause well, and uh and Redmond just has like two just like really quick guards, you know, Tanner Jones. And we, we talked about him, you know, up, up, up at the top, really, really just kind of savvy player. Um, like I said, you know, took over that, that fourth quarter that, you know, put that game away. Um, and I'll see how, how Summit kind of, kind of handles that. Um, and uh, well, what's funny is, the, the belief that this is going to be the, not the first of three times the, these teams meet, but the first of four. You're right. And, and, and some are saying that it'll be, or at least one player said that, like this, this is the state title matchup. So I'm, I, I'm excited for that. Um, unfortunately not going to be at that game tonight, but thankfully we do have two, maybe three more, you know, between these teams, depending on how the, how the postseason rolls out. But yeah, I think I, I still think, you know, summit, you know, they're, they're my uh, top-ranked team, uh, you know, when we recorded last week. Um, still feel that way. They're coming off a pretty big win over over Ridgeview. Um, and, yeah, like like you said, you know, there's it's just kind of a, a style matchup. You know, Summit might be bigger across the board. But, man, like having having a big guy like, like Evan Auden just kind of just changes the – just changes how, how teams play. And you saw that a little bit with Mountain View. With how they kind of ran their offense, we'll see how they, how they handle Summit. Um, but yeah, that, that that's the first one I have uh, circled for sure. Absolutely. You want me to take the next one, or you want to go? Go for it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll feed into another one that I've got circled um, out in your area. Uh, I believe it's tonight. Yep. Um, Bend at Mountain View um, is going to be another awesome game in the Intermountain Conference. Um, two teams that we both think pretty highly of. Um, ben has hit a little bit of a rough patch since the beginning of the year when they won some big games, but um, they're still coming off two straight wins. Um, they just won a big game, uh, not a big game, but they won big over Caldera. Mm-hmm. So they're riding a little bit more of momentum uh, as they challenge Mountain View, um, one of you and I's top teams in the classification in our rankings last week. Mm-hmm. So um, I expect Mountain View to be able to win this game, but it's a, it's a real big test for them um, against a Ben team that I think is going to end up solid um, on the five bay landscape at the end of the mm-hmm. year. I think they could be a postseason team. So I think that game is important as well. 
yeah no this is uh the second one i have i have, I have circled as well um because yeah mountain view that you know they're kind of you know they, they lost you know, they're, they're now lost you know two two in a row after you know starting the year undefeated um could have easily won that probably should have uh beat roseburg for a second time um but yeah uh bend i mean they, they came in they were, they were you know ranked kind of you know coaches poll and whatnot kind of in that you know eight nine ten area and they you know since dropped out kind of you know struggled, struggled a little bit um and I, I think this could be maybe a little bit telling of you know how how good you know ben can can be i i still think that they're going to be a team that no one wants to play i think they have just kind of a a physicality to them and a and a, and a savviness to them because they're like their their nine-man rotation is all <laughs> is all seniors so we'll just kind of see if uh you know that you know that 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 experience can kind of carry, carry through so yeah that, that's definitely one that i will uh be be tracking tonight and seeing how how those, those two teams fare because i think it will be kind of you know telling about how the the conference will kind of shake out you know maybe, maybe early on i mean we're, we're two games <laughs> just two games so maybe we won't read too much into it but it will be a little bit of telling for for each team i, I think Absolutely. We, it's just go go for it I was just gonna say it's one one step of 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 many <laughs> yeah. in this uh, Intermountain Conference season. It's gonna be a lot of fun for sure. I am. I think we might have the the same third one as well. Um, because so my next one is uh Churchill at, uh versus Thurston. Um, I do have that game on my list, but um, I have one other one listed uh for today. Um, okay, go for it. And that's Woodburn at Crescent Valley. This is sort of a sleeper mm. matchup, my sleeper matchup of the week, I'd say. Um, Woodburn is a team that's impressed you and I both. Maybe our uh, sort of unexpected team of the season so far. They've came in, uh, came into the season this year and played really well so far. They've uh, pulled off some great results. I know they lost to the Clackamas by only one or two points. That's insane for them to pull that off. Clackamas is still one still of the two undefeated teams at the six eight level right now. So. Mm. That's a spectacular result for them, honestly. I'm pretty sure that's the closest loss Clackamas has had this season, and it was against Woodburn, a 5-8 team. So, um, overall, really impressed with them. And they get a great test uh, as they go on the road to Crescent Valley, which was a team that um, I had in my top 10, I believe, entering the season this year. If I didn't, I had them just outside. Um, they're a team that I expect to be pretty solid this year. And they started out rough, but um, they've come on a little. They've come on a little bit stronger here of late, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if Crescent Valley was able to pull off this win. Um, that said, two good teams um, and two good teams that could use a, a big five a win at this point. So I'm excited for that game, which is also tonight, I believe. Uh, yeah, no, that that was one that uh, mildly raised some eyebrows. I, I didn't quite put it put it down just because uh, I didn't know too much about Crescent Valley, but yeah, Woodburn is kind of one of those teams that we had, you know, pretty highly, which uh, I think we each had them at six or seven, somewhere in there, but yeah, good, good, good for the Bulldogs. That'd be another, another good win for them. Like you said. Um, And then Tuesday night, uh, Thurston Churchill was, uh, was kind of the game Thurston, you know, (laughs) it feels like they've always just kind of been like a a benchmark is like, all right, if you're good, you beat Churchill. If, (laughs) There's kind of just like a good good measuring stick, and so I think this will be 
a good one for Churchill to see how good, you know, they, they really are. Absolutely. That's going to be a really fun sort of inner city matchup here in the Eugene Springfield area. Mm -hmm. um, I think the fact that uh, Thurston has to travel across town and play in the Lancer Dome would be tough. Um, and I think the depth of the Lancers is going to be tough. Um, but I really think it's going to be a fun matchup. Thurston could obviously use a big win over, you know, a top five team in the computer rankings in the Lancers. So um, I think they're going to be playing them hard. Churchill always gets every Midwestern League's team's best game, or at least most seasons they do. So mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a tight matchup for sure. Yeah, that, that's and that's like one of the the tough things with, uh, you know, teams like, you know, Churchill or, or Summit or like all, all these teams, Wilsonville, that are just like routinely, you know, winning. It's like there, there's really no no off days for, for those for those teams just because everyone's going to come in and wanting to beat them. Totally. Um, all right. Any, any other games looking forward to or uh, final or should we move on to our final thoughts? I do have a couple other games. Okay. Um, one other one that I'm taking an eye at is uh, Ashland at Crater on Tuesday. Mm. Um, uh, Crater has been a really solid team so far. Um, they beat Roseburg, right? That's their big win. Um, yeah, they beat Roseburg by one point. That's a big win over a 6A team that's proven themselves in some other games so far mm -hmm. this year. Um, and they have won four in a row, uh, six, seven, eight of their last nine games. So Crater's playing really well. <laughs> Long story short, on the year. And uh, we briefly mentioned Ashland earlier uh, in, the, in the pod. Um, mm -hmm. They picked up a big win over Thurston. They're hoping to try to ride some momentum into the league. And I think this is actually going to be a really pivotal game uh, down in the Southern Oregon area um, in Central Point. It's at uh, Crater's Gym. So I think it's going to be tough for the Grizzlies to pull off a win, but I think that they're going to be determined to um, because of the way the start of the season has gone for them. So I think this is going to be a really close game. I could not call it right now. I think it's pretty much 50-50. So for that reason, I definitely have it as one to watch. Um Definitely will probably be able to catch that one on like Table Rock Sports, which does all the Southern Oregon games. Yeah. So check yeah. that out if you want to. Um, and then I got one more on here. And that is Mountain View at Summit on Thursday. Um, oh, there's, there's no breaks over here. There's <laughs> none. None. It's constant. Like I, I obviously debated not having this one on, but I just felt like it would be wrong. Like, uh, Mountain View is a team that we both had in the top five last week. Mm -hmm. um, Summit is a team we both had in the top three last week. I probably going to have them higher. You had them at number one. Yeah. So um, this is a huge test for the Storm after they already are facing one tonight against Redmond. They have to play Mountain View. So those, those are the big three in the IMC in our eyes right mm -hmm. now. That can obviously change, subject to change. But uh, the fact that we have those three teams facing off uh, in some fashion early in the year is going to be a lot of fun. So that Thursday game between Mountain View and Summit has a lot of firepower and is also going to be a great game as well. Yeah. And that, that kind of leads me into kind of just my, my thought, my, you know, final thoughts. Um, you know, just the, the IMC and, you know, obviously, you know, this is kind of, you know, the area that, that, that I cover is just going to be just su such a, such a gauntlet. And we've touched on a, a, a little bit before, but, you know, three times, um, I'm just really just kind of, you know, fascinated just to kind of see, 
how teams adjust, you know, to playing, you know, three times. Um, who's who's going to be able to, you know, kind of get through get through that? Because I I still think that there's four teams, you know, fighting for three spots. Because I, I I do think Ben will eventually kind of get get things rolling and and so you know yeah summit ben mountain view redmond is going to be a, a lot of fun like this this is a a really fun week of basketball um and and yeah just i i, I could see you know four teams that ended up making it to the playoffs um one of them getting, getting in at large but it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot to get through through this conference no doubt, man. The IMC is going to be quality. I also think over in my neck of the woods, the the mid uh mid uh Western League, excuse me, is going to be quality as well. Um, I you know teams one through five, I think is going to be a mad scramble <laughs> as we uh, move our way through this league uh season. That's that's Crater, Ashland, North Eugene, Churchill, Thurston. All five of those teams, I think, are, are good enough to make it to the postseason and even maybe pull off an upset in the postseason. So we got a lot of basketball left to be played mm-hmm. and a lot left to fold in that in that conference as well. Um, so I just I can't wait to watch these games and see who comes out on top. I, I do have, I do have one one more thing. Um, so Saturday night oh. I was watching uh, Trinity Lutheran, a really good one uh, A uh, program out here. Um, and they have two sophomores in uh, Andrew Emhoff and Jack Foley. Um, and both those guys play, you know, football for for Mountain View and are in the Mountain View School District, but go to uh, <clears throat> Train Lutheran, you know, private private school in, in town. And I was just like thinking, it's like, man, one of these guys could really help Mountain View. I, they're just really kind of skilled. I know they're, they're, they're sophomores and whatnot. And so maybe, you know, they're would have like, bench roles but really kind of skilled players are just like man put one of those guys maybe both of them on mountain view and mountain view would be a little more formidable formidable maybe not this year but like next year quincy's a senior both those guys are juniors would have been would have been interesting but it's kind of how how it goes sometimes (laughs) absolutely man shout out to all the small school ballers there's there's a lot of guys you know around the area uh you know Junction City, Elmira, Crestwell, a lot of great small school teams around here as well that, you know, have some solid players. So you mm-hmm. see that a lot. And uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, R- really impressed with them. And it's just like, man, it's like, if I was, you know, one of the coaches, I'd be like, hey, come play at Mountain View or just like try to get the, the recruiting push, <laughs> push going. But then you take away from, you know, really good, the you know, Trinity squad and, you know, they're, they played a, really tough game against against crane the other night but anyway that that's that's all i got for for my final thoughts yeah i mean that's pretty much all i have too um yeah i got mwl gonna be a madhouse that's basically what i just said and Mm -hmm. then uh woodburn continues to impress um we didn't touch on their specific results last week i i don't think i said i said something about a game they have this week right where they play crescent valley um but they went on the road and beat Corvallis by 18 points and they beat West Albany by 23 points last week. So two more dominant performances by the Bulldogs. Um, so I'm, that's definitely, you know, a trendy team that I'm keeping an eye on. 
So we'll end it with that. Woodburn, keep an eye on him. All right. He's Jackson Noggle. I'm Brian Rathbone. This was the main event podcast. Until next week, thanks for tuning in.